We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, what's up, what's up? And welcome to the What's Up Falcons podcast. My name is Rock, and I'm joined with my boy Q, back from vacation. What's going on, Q? What's up, Rock? Oh, chilling, man. And I got my boy Hoop on the line. What's going on, Hoop? What's up? Back in the ATL. <laughs> back in the ATL. You feeling sexy? <laughs> nah, I ain't feeling sexy. Oh, <laughs> All right. And we got back again, Chris in the house. What's happening, Chris? What's going on, Rock? Cool, man. I'm glad to have all you guys back on. It's been a minute. Did y'all have a good holiday? I know y'all were out for the holidays. Yes, I enjoyed myself. Holiday was cool. Cool, cool. Where'd you go? I went to go see Mickey Mouse. I'm not gay no more. I saw you with Mickey. I didn't want to say nothing. You You saw the pictures? Yeah, I saw the pictures on Facebook. Yeah. My son was shocked. Mickey went on break and took off his uh, took off his mask, and he was surprised that he was a Mexican. So that's just. <laughs> I was locked up, is it? You didn't warn him. <laughs> I, I didn't warn him. Uh, he had to t- Mickey had to take a smoke break though. He was uh, he was a Mexican. <laughs> what about you, Hoop? What'd you do? Yeah, uh, I went to went to see another fellow with some big ears. I went up to D.C. <laughs> Seen Obama. Nah, uh, Obama. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Obama had a rough week last week. I saw him on that on that press conference when he was talking about that uh, Ferguson, Missouri situation. Oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I just saw that watch, tonight. He, he had to watch himself, his words carefully on that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does. But hey, the yeah. Mexicans got his back though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's been going on with you, Chris? What you do, man? Uh, I had family over for uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. And everybody ate good, drank good. And uh, other than that, work. That's about it. Chris, we are not surprised you drank good, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> hey, Quincy, don't, don't get me started. I'm going to get you started tonight. <laughs> uh oh. Chris, is Chris the drinker? Chris, you weren't drinking during that Detroit game at 9 o'clock in the morning? Damn. What's the damn? Did I commit a crime? Did I commit no. a crime? Exactly my point. Spoken like a true alcoholic. Uh, I ain't commit no crime. <laughs> I ain't commit no ain't nothing wrong with drinking. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Having a little taste in the morning. If you haven't, if you having pancakes and, and Coke forty five at nine o'clock in the morning, something ain't right. That's, that's, that's all I'm saying. 
hope you ain't drinking no malt liquor. Alright, hey Q, don't don't forget that time we had uh beer and eggs. Oh yeah, I cannot forget. <laughs> kegs and eggs. Kegs and eggs. How can I forget? And that was an all day thing from the ten in the morning till I stayed there to about eleven that night. <laughs> and that was after we was there the night before and left there about two or three in the morning. Went home, got like six hours of sleep and then came back. So yeah. And that was you know, the I, Ohio State game, right? Yep. That was Ohio State, Michigan, kegs and eggs, yeah. I think that was uh two thousand that was probably about 2005 or 2006. We were all younger then. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, man, let's get into this. Let's right. get into it. All right, we got a comeback on our hands, man. It's looking like, you know, the Falcons, is, you know, they're trying to play like, they, you know, they want to keep it together and they want to keep their coach around. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're playing like it, man. That was a good win on Sunday. It was a good win, man. I mean, a good win against a uh, uh, a very good team. Aren't they like the uh, ranked the best team? They have the best record. The best record, yeah. Well, after that debacle with the Cleveland game, you had to bounce back with something, or else heads were going to get get chopped off in the middle of the season. So, yeah, I know that was yeah that was ugly. So yeah, he had that had to happen though, but. You know, it was still a good game. It wasn't our best game, but it's a it's a good uh, you know comeback. I think some yeah. people are starting to uh, to buy into it just a little bit. But uh, well, shoot, man, let's just get into the good and bad and ugly of it. Let's do it. All right, cool. Who wants to set it off? Anybody want to set it off? Who wants me to set it off? I'll set it off with my good, and I think uh, I think somebody else might piggyback off of this one. But uh, it was good to see Julio Jones. 189 yards receiving. That was uh, that was spectacular right there because Julio has been MIA the last couple of weeks. And I know you were talking about, should we pay this dude? I think uh, he just answered your question last weekend. And he went up against a top corner who was talking crap on social media all week. That's and, true. Uh, what and, was that uh, about? Yeah, and Julio, Julio showed off. So big, big kudos to Julio because that's how you step up. Yeah, I heard Julio was talking about how you like me now. Didn't do that. Yeah. That Kumo D. Yeah, I got to give it to Julio. I give it up to Julio. He definitely stepped it up. But uh, my good is um, my good is going to be a little different. My good is Keith Armstrong for getting a uh, <laughs> you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> for getting a uh, sportsmanlike penalty. conduct penalty because he was fired up because that was a BS call. And I, he was all fired up about that. And that's good to see the coaches all fired up like that, showing some passion, you know. Like, their life is dependent on this shit, man. What call was that? Was that the Hester call? Yeah. Look at this crap. Yeah, Hester should have known better, though, man. Hester was three yards away from the end zone. He should have just, just bowled him over. I don't know what the hell Hester was doing, putting his hands all up in the dude's grill and keeping him up there. But he had his own on, on Devin's grill, too, man. I know. Yeah. The, repl- the replay looked like it could have gone either way, but, I mean... Hester is a return specialist, man, and he had a, a full steam of momentum. He could have just he could have just bowled his way into the end zone. Uh, I blame Hester for that one, but we'll keep going. Who? Yeah. What was your good? Yeah, my good because I've been so hard on them all season. I got to go with the defense letting up three points because uh, I guess the uh, other points were you know gained with the uh, interception return. Uh, we got Willie Moore, Willie Moe back on. You know, show back up after missing eight games. Looks like he brought a little bit of spark. He even caused a turnover. So oh, I'm yeah. gonna give it to the defense. Chris, yeah, my good is 
uh, Steven Jackson going over 100 yards. Um, yeah. That would that would be the first time I think in 30 games a Falcons a Falcons player has gone for over 100 yards. So uh, that was my good. It's good to see that out of uh, the team. Hey Chris, I think he just caught his breath right now after that 55 yard run. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> just caught his breath. Yeah, he probably did a crow hop when he was doing it too. I hate that. Oh, you talking about how he can't lift his knees up? Yeah. He- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he he went over 100, man. That I, I was really good. Uh, I didn't expect it to be 100 yards this season, but he did. That's his, that's his first time as a Falcon going over 100? Yep. And it was yeah, like, that was the first time any Falcons player in 30 games was going over 100. Oh, geez. So you're talking about Michael Turner was probably the last Falcon to go over 100. Right. Probably. That's sad. That's sad. That's real sad. Is somebody doing something? I keep hearing something like hitting them. Yeah, no, it's not me. Who's that right there? So I'm moving. Who's moving right now? Who's moving right now? Who's moving? Is that Chris? That ain't me. No, it ain't me. That <laughs> you? Ain't you? No, I'm. I'm still. I'm not even typing on the keyboard. Nothing. It's not me either. Yeah, stay out that keyboard. Who? I got I know. But you hear it too. You, you hear it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I can there it goes. Oh my God. Oh my God. Feels like somebody's moving or something. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> All right. We'll go to the bad. Um, I'll set that off. My bad goes to the offense. But it goes to the offense because Matt Bryant had to kick three field goals to keep us in this game. Yep. And those should have been touchdowns. And there's no way we, we can't do that going against Green Bay, kicking field goals. So I'll give that uh, my bad to the offense for the, for not getting points on the board. Y'all got to get some points on the board, you know. Man, Matt Bryant's been bailing out the offense all season long, so that's not really a surprise. Pay that man the money. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But, you know, they don't like to pay those special team players because they let uh, – they let that one kid go. What did he go? What did he end up at? Tampa? Oh, who? The, 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 who's that uh, uh, special teams dude we had who one year? They tried to let him do kickoffs. Playoffs? Punts. You're not and, talking uh, about. Um, he, he, he had a leg on him. Kanan. Kanan. Yeah, okay. where is, he? is he in Tampa? Where is he at? I think he might be in Tampa. They tried to make him be the field goal kicker and a punter. <laughs> yeah, all in the same season. We end up having I mean, to sign Morton back. We end up having to sign Morton back. <laughs> and he couldn't he couldn't kick anything over forty five yards, but yeah, that's right. Yeah, get Martin off that houseboat off Lake Lanier. Exactly. <laughs> Put that beer yeah. down. Cool. All right, who else has a who has a bad? Who wants to go there? Yo, I'll give you my bad. My bad. We already kinda touched on it earlier, but my bad was Devin Hester doing all that work just to get a penalty in the last three yards. I mean mm-hmm. what the hell was Hester thinking? I mean Hester knows how to return punts, how to return kickoffs, so I was just kind of disappointed that uh, that he he drew that penalty, and you know, it could have gone either way, like you guys were saying. But I mean, Hester clearly had his hands on that face mask and held on to it, so he got he got called for it. And I'm like, man, Hester Hester knows better, but it is what it is. Yeah, from from mine, I'm gonna piggyback off Quincy with Hester. Um, not not really even pointing out the that silly penalty he had with you know messing up that touchdown. You know, just looking through the games, you know, sometimes he'll just 
missed passes. You know, one play he'll look real good. Next play he'll just do something boneheaded. You know, I just can't put my finger on him, man. Well, you know, well, remember he is a defensive back, and yeah. he's not Dion. And he's not Dion, although he thinks he is. He's not Dion. He might have broken Dion's record, but he still has a long way to go before he can even get on Dion's street. Yeah, he, he got that. some fr- frying pans for hands, man. Yeah, I want to get in on him a little later after this getting bad and ugly. <laughs> oh Lord! The uh, Chris, you got a bad? Um, my bad is the pretty much the whole offense. How they'll come out in the first quarter and do their, you know, throw a bunch, you know, throw a bunch of passes, you know, score a few times, and then when it comes the second half, they'll kind of just fall off or kind of just like, yeah, you know. So, you know, because like you were saying, Matt Bryant had to kick all those field goals. Yeah. You know, they scored 17 points in the first quarter. Right. And then just, you know, we're not going to be able to close anybody out like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, you know, if that, yeah, that, that's it for me as far as uh, that. Yeah, man, I agree. Yeah. They got to fix that. Yeah, I was telling Hoop this morning, I felt like early on the game they was trying to put the, the foot on the pedal mm-hmm. and just run and run these guys out the building, but mm-hmm. they just couldn't do it. It, it it started off. It had that same feeling of the Tampa Bay game. Yeah. Like oh, they just gonna kill them. Right. And it felt like they were just trying to kill them and trying to put their foot on the throat. But right. it just felt like they couldn't get the job done. It, yeah. I don't know. I mean, they you know Matt threw that interception and and then we had to settle for some field goals. But I mean, I mean it, it felt like it, they were trying to give that effort to where they were trying to just blow these dudes out. Right. But they just couldn't. They couldn't do it. Well, they just come out in the first half and just, you know, get too tired. And then on halftime, they just, you know, run at half steam or whatever. That's what it seemed like. Or... No, it's coaching in the second half, man. They just get too okay. conservative. Yeah. They get too conservative. I think we've seen it all season long. They get too yeah. conservative in the second half. Did that in Carolina, too? Yeah. But, but you think A bunch of games. Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota's another game they got conservative in. Detroit's another game they got conservative in. Cleveland's mm-hmm. another game. Just right. in the second half, it's just like they just come out and they try to play not to get beat. Right. You would think they would not do that, especially off to Cleveland. You yeah, that's you straight coaching, so. man. You know, do like Tech. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you going to bring that up now? <laughs> man, damn, dog. <laughs> Sorry, Q. I just had to just stick that in there. But, I'm, you know, I'm dogs, too, so. All right. <laughs> That might have been ugly right there. <laughs> All right, Q, you want to go with an ugly? My ugly is uh, Mike Smith's face when he gets upset. Have you ever seen Mike Smith's face when he gets upset? <laughs> I love Hello. it, man. <laughs> Mike, when Mike Smith gets upset, he looks like that dude that's like, oh, you want your ball back? You want your ball back? Here. And he throws it as far as he can. That's what Mike Smith looks like when he gets upset, man. He just has like this this face he makes when he gets upset. No. And he was definitely upset when uh, Armstrong got that penalty. He was on the he had that, that look on his face. I was like, man, that dude is so ugly right now. I got to get my ugly on the podcast. <laughs> no, you're right. But you know who he looks like when he does that? I, I forgot about that. I should have mentioned it a long time ago. He looks like Fred Sanford. Look at Sam's mm-hmm. song when he sticks mm-hmm. his lips out <laughs> and start talking. Hell yeah, that's pissed. exactly what he that's does, what he man. He looks like Fred Sanford sticking, <laughs> sticking his he lips out. He has the most ridiculous <laughs> mad face in all of football. Man, he look crazy. He does, man. But, yeah, check it out. An episode of Sanford and Sam where Fred gets mad and start poking his lip out and start talking, you know, to himself. That's exactly what Mike Smith looks like. You big dummy. I agree. Big dummy. 
right, my uh, my ugly is uh, we're gonna go back to this whole Devin Hester thing. That's I, I know what you're saying, Q, but I still think that was a BS call because they both should have got a penalty for that, and it should have been maybe like a first setting goal. No, it should have been off- offsetting. It should have been offsetting penalties or if that's on the replay. And the ref owned up to it after the game, what I hear. I heard he came up to Devin Hester and told him, like, yeah, you know, that that was a bad call. But, like, dude, keep that to yourself. Too late now. Yeah. So, and the league, the league needs to expand what you can challenge and what you can't challenge. Right. I mean, you know, you can challenge that. So it, it was what it was. But I think the league in the offseason needs to – needs to step up and, and 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 change the rules of what you can challenge and what you can't challenge. I think everything should be challengeable. Penalties, everything. You can't challenge that? Uh, I wonder why you didn't I, challenge it. You can't challenge that. And I know if you I know it sounds ridiculous to say you should be able to challenge anything because then you're gonna have five hour football games, but you, you need to be able to challenge more things. And that 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 play right there after seeing the, the replay two, three times, yeah. I mean both of them were in the wrong. It should have been offsetting penalties. They both grabbed and held on. It right. should have been offsetting penalties, but you can't challenge it, so it, it was done. Yeah. Speaking of uh, <laughs> speaking of challenge, you know, challenge flags or whatever. Did anybody see the Bengals and Buccaneers at the end of that game? No, I haven't. No. Um. Okay. The the Buccaneers were lined up uh, to kick a field goal, mm-hmm. and uh, the Bengals uh, coach threw the penalty flag. I mean, the challenge flag, and. It was at a time where, you know, he couldn't even throw the penalty flag. I mean, the challenge flag. But he, Within the he last let him two get minutes? away with it. No, this was like a few seconds left. And he threw it. He threw it and got away with it. And they lost the game. The Buccaneers lost the game off that. <laughs> Simple fact, they had to back up 10 yards because they had, a, uh, they had 12 men on the field. So he threw the challenge flag because they had 12 men. The play, the play went through and they got... Like uh, they got into like inside the twenty yard line, so they're gonna kick a field goal to win the game. But uh, Marvin, uh, what was it Lewis? What was it Lewis. Lewis? Yeah, he threw the challenge flag and backed them up, so they lost the game off that one. So that was that was crazy. Yeah, yeah check that out when y'all get the chance too. <laughs> oh, yeah, they gotta do something about these refs, man. That's not the damn game. But did I hear that the refs are just you know they're on the refs for? You know, making sure the games are, you know, all these new rules and stuff. So it's just crazy, man. I guess everybody got to get used to the new rules and shit. Yeah, especially the defensive backs. I think that's the whole reason Seattle's not winning as many games as they should be. Right. right who has the who hadn't went yet? Uh, I got it ugly. It's a little bit off. You know, a little off the field. Okay. And maybe I shouldn't make fun of a person who has some personal issues, but Jamal, Judge Bird Anderson. <laughs> man, when is it not acceptable to take a nap on 85? Yes, I don't know, man. <laughs> Go ahead. 85. Was this like Gwinnett 85? Because it'd be. Yes. Yeah, he Gwinnett took a nap 85. on 85 North. Really? Is that why he got arrested? I mean, I know he was drunk, but. He was yeah, drunk he, and decided yes. decided he was in getting the slow lane and just stopped his car and took a nap on 85. What? Yeah, man. Not on the shoulder. We're talking on the highway. Oh, on the, the most, highway. One of the most busy highways in the city. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, maybe maybe we need to pray for the dirty bird. I don't know. 
Maybe we need to pray for him. I don't think prayer can save him. I am the Lord. <laughs> he might be beyond prayer. Nah, nothing, nothing can save that dude, man. He's uh. Hey, Rock, did you just see him a couple weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. That was like a couple weeks before that happened. Maybe like a, a few days before that happened. His curl must have been dry because if it was wet, he could have slipped out of that one. <laughs> I was just gonna say, did you, you still have the kiss? Yes, he does, man. Mm -hmm. Yes, he does. That's like Some things time. never change. <laughs> Yep. Did you see the mugshot? I put the mugshot up. Or didn't somebody send the mugshot picture out? Yeah, I sent the mugshot picture okay. from the AJC, man. Yeah, he yeah. just looked a mess, man. He looked a mess. <laughs> and I read his rap sheet, man. I'm like, oh, he like getting in trouble. You sold your ass to the devil. Yeah, I mean, he's got some issues, man. He's definitely got some demons he needs to work out. Between drugs and alcohol, man, he definitely has some issues he needs to work out. It's sad. And his hair, too. <laughs> yeah. Man, you that's great clips doing that to him. <laughs> great clips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris, did you have an ugly? Um, I mean it's not a well, it's a serious ugly, but the D the D line, the DN, they just they bother me as far as the pass rush goes. Yeah. Hey, did um, Detroit I play a lot? I didn't see him on the field a lot. Actually, I, saw, I saw him good. on the field and he got burned a couple of times. Okay, but he got. You a, know, I'm, I always got my eye on Croy. He got a tackle too, though. I saw that. He got. I think he got one tackle. All right, one tackle. Yeah. Sometimes the sun shines on a dog ass. The quote: <laughs> "White man can't jump." <laughs> hey, I want to ask you guys: Stephen Jackson going over 100 yards. Do you buy it? Is he going to do it again this season, or was that just a one-time miracle? Hell no. Yeah, that was a one-time thing. <laughs> He barely went over 100. 101 yards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't see that happening again. Yeah. I'm just I'm just checking. No, nah, yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't see it happening again, but uh before but I, I do like the way Freeman runs the ball. Oh, I'm yeah. a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan too. They need to give him the ball a lot more. What about Jaquiz? What do y'all think about Jaquiz? It seems like he's just kind of faded. Um, yeah, basically. He did all right, I mean, he's a change of pace guy. I mean, that's but all it is. Jacquez has that custom made helmet for his head. Brought <laughs> <laughs> the hair. Yeah, biggest yeah. helmet in the NFL. <laughs> Looks like space balls. You went over my oh, helmet. Dark helmet. <laughs> I thought he was trying not to get a concussion. <laughs> he's a tough little dude, man. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Tough he dude. runs like Warwick Dunn. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Well, that was a good bad and the ugly. And uh, Q, I'm going to need your help on this. But um, we have some people calling in. Hey, Falcon fans. Y'all got lucky. Yeah, this is Joe Hader. Kind of glum today, but I'm just calling to say, boy, y'all got lucky. And when y'all win, y'all cause us to lose. I just figured this out. You guys just started winning at the end of 2000, beginning of the 2000s, and we started losing. So it kind of flip-flopped, man. Y'all need to start losing again so we can start winning. Y'all need to put it back to norm. This is very unnorm. Now y'all about to go to Green Bay and get your front door kicked in. I hope y'all got your coats. It's gonna be pretty damn cold on the pitches. Peace. And if you want to call in to the show and give us your good and bad and ugly, please do. And our hotline number, Keith, what's our hotline number? Because I always forget. Man, I do not have it ready. I don't even know why <laughs> you didn't give me a heads up. <laughs> Who? You know the number? The number? Yes. I do know the number. 
I know it too, but I just don't have it on me right now. I got the number for you, fellas. It's 770-268-0555. Repeat that. 770-268-0555. All right. Appreciate it, man. I'm getting it together, though. I'm getting it together. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so we had quite a few call-ins last week. Did y'all hear it? Listen to the show last week? Say it one more time. I'm sorry. I said we had Every, quite a few call-ins last week. Did yeah, you hear? I, yeah. Everybody in the mama called in last week. Boy, it was great. Man was active. Hey, <laughs> hey, let me let me talk to Joe the hater real quick, man. Uh oh, Joe the hater, listen up. Now you, you know Joe got a lot of hate for us, uh, but he sure watches a lot. Now I wonder if he watches more Falcons games than them sorry uh, Raiders. I'm just asking. <laughs> Thanks for listening, though. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Joe. <laughs> hey man, them, them Raiders got one win. Yeah. Yeah. We got one win, and I'm sure he's happy about that. Can you lend a nigga a pencil? And that's just going to fuel his hate. <laughs> but that's all right. We accept your hate, Joe. Bring it. Bring it. All right. Moving on. Hey, Q, do you have any birthday shout-outs? We didn't get any birthday shout-outs this week. You didn't get any? No, surprisingly, No. All right, all right. Well, I'm probably I'm, because I was on vacation last week, but <laughs> probably. Well, I do have one. I think I did have one that I didn't do last week because I was waiting for you guys to get back. But uh, we got a, a shout out from a lady, and uh, she's turning 27 years old today. Her name is Pat Michael. So happy birthday, Pat Michael. Hmm. A whopping 27 years old. Hmm. Keep listening, Pat. I told. Yep, Pat could have kept that one, but okay. <laughs> cricket, cricket. Hey, tough crowd. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, okay, let's just go back to this game. We have some things I guess we could talk about a little more. We were getting into it on the good. Well, well, before we go into this game too deep, there is one thing I wanted to talk about. Uh-oh. I wanted to get I wanted to get everyone's opinion on uh, Ray Rice being available. Oh. Is Ray Rice a, a running back we could replace Steven Jackson with next year? What do y'all is he, think? Is he affordable? Yeah, he's definitely affordable right now. I'll, I'll make a run at him. Uh, I say we do, but we're not. Because... Yeah, we're not. Arthur, that ain't Arthur Blank's MO. Yeah, it's not his MO at all. I don't think he's. we're making a run for him or Rex Ryan. Well, if we don't get a... Uh... If we don't get Ray Rice, I heard he was going to do uh, a little headphone deal. Uh, beats Beats by Ray. So, uh, I hope we get him because, you know, you still got talent. <clears throat> Moving on. I, I, said beat, I said Beats by Ray. Beats by Ray. Beats by Ray. Moving on. <laughs> uh, are you done? I guess so. I mean, I got two more written down in case I want to hear them, but... Go ahead. I'll save them for later. That was more more Ray news? I was going to lay off Michael Sam. I got Ray news and I got Bill Cosby news, so whatever you want, I I got it. I am interested in a little Cosby news before we go on, because... Yeah, I was going to ask y'all about that, man. This thing is ridiculous. Are y'all buying it? Are y'all think he's doing that? 
Well, Weezy wanted to talk about Weezy wanted to talk about Bill later, so I'm gonna save I'm gonna save the opinion from Weezy on Bill till later. But uh, yeah, man, it sounds like Bill was obsessed with getting his uh, pudding pop sucked. So Hi-oh! I don't know. Sticking sticking his pudding pop in some damn lifeless corpses, man. What the fuck is that, man? <laughs> I know. Like, come on, Bill. I, I mean, I hope it's not true. I looked up to Bill, you know, but yeah, it's it's hard for me to accept. It's hard to accept it, but it's not looking good. I mean, I don't. I'm not sure if all 17 <laughs> happened, but I think something did happen. But uh, wow. Yeah. Well, well, there's smoke, there's fire. Oh yeah, definitely. So. Well, Bill is a freak. Sometimes you just have to try your best. He's definitely a freak. And what I think what kind of convinced me that there's something to this was I was looking at looking at it on the internet, and uh, I checked it out again, and then I saw that Lisa Bonet made a comment, and she said something, but it wasn't even a direct quote. You know how she's all freaking <coughs> crackhead. Yeah, space. Yeah, out. she low. She low out there too. <laughs> Earthy. Yeah. She said some encrypted stuff about, you know, it's funny how once past the deeds come to find its way to the light or something like that. And uh, 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 truth be told, she actually made those comments from uh, Jamal Anderson's Escalade. <laughs> so, but that's neither here nor there. I'm sorry. She, she just salted that uh, Cosby got mad at her and booted her off different world. She's still mad about that. <laughs> But check it out though. She but that's okay. She put that on her Twitter page. And it's you know, it's not like she said, Yeah, Bill Cosby did it. He raped me and raped everybody. She just said that. But man, so I went to check out her Twitter feed because I couldn't see it all. I, I think I saw it on Facebook. And I went to her Twitter site. That thing was down, suspended. Uh, he shut I'll, it down. I'll be shut it down. We still got that pool, man. Bill still got that pool, yeah. yeah. He definitely has that pool, man. So, cause if you did that, that's jacked up. I'm always here to protect you. Yeah, we'll leave Bill. We'll leave, we'll leave Bill low. Let's go back to Ray Rice. Yes, Ray, will Ray Rice get signed by a team this year? Not this year. No. No. Look, I let the media storm kind of die out and right. start next year. Yeah, if he does get signed by a team this year, he'll have beat his wife and the odds. So, oh. uh, Hey, did you did you did you hear what she said though on the interview? Yeah, it's like God, this is a God plan. Like it was, it was a plan to get your ass up in the guy. Yeah, like, I heard that. I was like, hey, God must not like you. God's like, get right. out of this. Hey, J- <laughs> Janae Rice, no, it's cold out there. It's cold out there by itself. Yeah, it's a warm house when she see one. Yeah, this just gets sad though because everybody's coming jumping on the Ray Rice bandwagon. Even Manti Teo said that Ray Rice beat up his girlfriend. The delete button or The delete button. Oh man. Well, yeah. Oh, oh Manti. Yeah, I don't know who's gonna pick up Ray, man, but. Uh... You know, uh, how's Eric Berry doing? Does he have cancer or not? He does. He, he uh, had that cancer. Was sad, yeah. That was very sad. To that's a sad story right there. Big time. Hmm. I didn't know much about that. But I, from what they say, he's optimistic about coming back. So hopefully, hopefully he's able to do that. 
Is he the one that had the mask in his uh, Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Lip, the lymphoma? lymphoma? Yeah, lymphoma. Oh, yeah, lymphoma. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, that is sad, man. Well, hopefully he'll recover, so. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a hometown. That's a hometown cat right there. Three five. Oh, really? Yep. yep. Yeah. Okay. Indeed. Well, since I don't think anybody's going to pick up Ray right now, um... there is some interest. They said the the Saints and the Colts were interested, and two other teams that wanted to remain anonymous unless the deal went through. <laughs> so there, and that's a true story, though. So there are two teams out there that are uh, interested in Ray Rice. I mean, you know, if Ray is in good shape and can run the ball, and he hasn't taken a lot of hits this season, I mean, he could probably do some serious damage out there. Oh yeah. I'm sure so, you will. It's that practice. Well, the Colts could use a running back because Trent Richardson is not getting the job done. So that that does make sense if they had it. Yeah. Right. Um, and the Saints, as it stands now, you know, like the Falcons have to play Green Bay, the Steelers, and the Carolina Panthers, but they have a much harder road to win these last few games. And then in uh, and Green Bay, but they have a lot much harder road to win their last few games than the Saints do. The Saints are playing three teams under 500 or something like that. So yeah. if if the things play out the way it should be, the Saints should probably win this division. So so you believe you think the Saints are going to pull it out for our division? I mean, just the things work out the way they should be. I mean, the Saints have a an easier road these last four right. games than, than the Falcons do. Right. But I think, I don't know, man. I, I think that might work in their favor. I mean, I don't know. Well, going to Green Bay and trying to win a game in mid-December doesn't work out in your favor at all. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> you know what Green, I mean? Maybe. Go ahead, Chris. No, I'm saying that you're going up to Green Bay and, you know, man, it's going to be cold. Oh, yeah. You know, Playing against and a red, red hot Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, Rodgers going to be throwing the ball like a like a magician. Yeah, and Willie Moe can't do anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. He might. I'll even go as far to say as I think this Falcons game would have had a different outcome this weekend if Carson Palmer was available. Hmm. Well, very, very possible. But, you know, I'm not giving anybody any passes for injuries because we got our own injuries. So I'm taking my wins. That's very true. Yeah. We definitely have our own. Well, Roddy's supposed to be back next week anyway. Oh, yeah. that's Roddy's coming Roddy. back, yeah. Yeah, Roddy will be there. So, But it seems like whenever we have all the playmakers on the field, that's when everyone doesn't do their best. So maybe yeah, Roddy needs to out another week and, and Julio right. over 200 yards. I agree. I think there is a theme on, uh, you know, it seems like when Julio was targeted a lot more, you know, obviously he makes more plays, but when it's, kind of sharing the ball it kind of like right. seems like Julio kind of fades well sometimes. I think yeah he does and I think they should just activate Roddy and uh, Harry Douglas because Devin Hester has proven that he's not a receiver and uh, but Hester can do a lot of things for you as a decoy yeah. though I mean you line up you line up Hester Julio Douglas and Roddy and then put in that 6-8 tight end Stumping I mean that's a it. that's a lot of options right there, and somebody can, you can't double team all those guys, so somebody's gonna have to get open. So I don't understand how you can have all the all these all these uh, receiver weapons, you know, with all the receivers and then the big tight end, and not be able to put any points up and not be able to do anything. So that's the thing that worries me about this offense. 
Well, I mean, that worries everybody, and, you know, and rightly so. But, man, Devin Hester, that drop that he had that we should have scored on, that's he's been dropping it too much, man. Don't put the ball in that dude's hand as far as receiving. And I'm, I'm beginning to see why Chicago uh, let him go. You got to have Hester on the field, though. He's a decoy. You, you got to cover him. Field. You got to have him on the field. You got to somebody defensively. You got to prepare for him. Oh, yeah. You got to prepare for Julio. You got to prepare for Roddy. You got to prepare for Harry, Harry Douglas. Harry Douglas is a great receiver. Harry Douglas could probably go somewhere right now and That's start. Should I mean, too. That's and I'm worried too. Him, I'm worried about losing Harry because I think Harry's probably coming up on his contract being up soon. So Harry may not be a Falcon much longer. Hmm. You think they won't keep him? He definitely produces when he has a, has the opportunities. Oh, yeah. I rely on Harry more so than I would on Devin Hester. No no doubt. Not even a question. Yeah. No doubt, but I think uh, Hester had a, has a deal for a couple of years. So I think Hester will be around, but I think Harry Douglas, I think Harry Douglas and his secret deodorant might uh, venture <laughs> off somewhere in free agency. <laughs> I'll get rid of Roddy White before Harry Douglas. <laughs> really? Roddy, no Roddy been producing all this time. Wait, 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 always okay. dropping the ball. Now let me. <laughs> that's okay. how I know you drink too much, Chris. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. That, that's not that. I will get. Think about it. I don't know what the hell Quincy talking about. <laughs> but I would no, get rid the... of Roddy White because he. We you can't have two superstars receivers. Yeah, okay, on one I... team plus the price tag. That's why it's a. It's not. It's not balanced right. You got to have that. Julio should be our number one. Right. Then we should have two or three other receivers who you can throw to if Julio is not open. But you, you're looking at Roddy and you got Julio. Like, you know, that can be that can be confusing for Matt Ryan. Like, damn, who, I need to get the ball to, to my big or, or once Julio signs a contract, that's probably $17, million between the two of them. You know, you know, much as I love Roddy, you know, we, you know, and you know, we're just talking hypothetically because I think Roddy re-up last year, so he ain't going. To Roddy play. already re-upped. Yeah, he's, he's so, retired as a Falcon unless he gets so. Up. And who, I know, think Julio still has like another two or three years on his deal. Yeah, so and I think two. I'm sure he wants something long term after this season. Oh, I yeah. mean, if I was agent, I would. So, but no, no, that wasn't that far off. You know, because we do need to put some money on that defense. Let's keep it real. You know, it's. We do, but we, we, we got a lot got of a money budget. on that. You got to spend a lot of money defense. on that defense. I don't know, man, but I mean, I see what y'all are saying, but Julio scares me sometimes, man. Not that he, you know, miss or dropping a few balls here and there, but his injury, man. I, I just think Julio's one injury away. Aren't we yeah, all? Roddy White always knew. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but he... <laughs> huh? With, with the absence Roddy. of Tony Gonzalez, Roddy, yeah. with, the, with the absence of Tony Gonzalez and... And and Julio not performing up to expectations. I think Roddy has stepped up big time in these last few games and stepped I, I up agree. huge. I agree. Oh, yeah, he, he has looked good the last couple games. I put my money on Roddy. If I had to let anybody go, it either have to be Hester or Douglas, and I would go. Uh, I'd probably go Douglas because at least Hester, you know, can uh, play receiver and special teams. Yeah. Punt return. All right. That was interesting. Well, let's go ahead and do some predictions, man, and uh, so we can wrap it up soon. Um, so, Green Bay, Q, what you got on it? The victory in Green Bay or defeat? The, the, 
the Falcons don't have a chance. That game will be over in the first quarter. I see the first quarter being 17 zip. Wow. Let me write that down. Yeah, write it down. Zip. Take a picture. <laughs> okay. Who? I don't know. I mean, this is the game that's going to separate them from being, you know, as 95% of America thinks is posers, you know, right. being in first place or having some kind of some kind of uh, you know credibility of being you know in first place and you know possibly making the playoffs. So if if they're able to, in my opinion, if they're able to hang like three quarters, you know, I I'll call for a moral victory on that one. I, I don't expect them to win. Okay. But uh, I, I want to, I want to see them compete though. Uh-huh. Chris. Oh, it's Green Bay. I like the Falcons, but Green Bay, thirty-five uh, seventeen. 35-17. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Green Bay just beat the Patriots. They they <laughs> contained Tom Brady. <laughs> they contained, <laughs> trust me, and the defense for Green Bay is just, I mean, I don't see Steven Jackson going over 100 yards again. And right. Plus, we don't have nobody to run and we don't have anybody to pressure the quarterback. So if you can't pressure Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's gonna have a field day. Yeah. He's got Randall Cobb flying around the field. You got the other dude. No, no, I don't see it. I like the Falcons, but yeah, I'm gonna keep a hundred. That's cool. Well, I'll sign it off too. I mean, I don't think we're gonna win either, but you know, I think it's gonna be a close game though. I think it's gonna be very close. Very close. Okay. I think it's, I think it's going to come down to Matt Bryant. I'm not going to say the score, but I definitely think it's going to come down to Matt Bryant if if they win. But I'm I'm uh, predicting a loss. Boy, are you drinking that great drink? I'm predicting a loss, not a win. Yeah, you, you said you it's coming down right, to Matt Bryant. You though. right to that end. <laughs> it's not going to. Yeah. I'm like, if, yeah. No, I'm just like, if they win, it will be because of Matt Bryant. That's all I'm saying. There's nothing Matt Bryant can do to help the Falcons at Lambeau <laughs> on Monday Night Football. Aaron Rodgers will show his ass. Oh, it's Monday Night will be out of it. <laughs> Monday Night Football. They're playing Monday Night Football. Oh, yeah. wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's Monday wow. Night Football. Uh, yeah, okay. That might even be even worse. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> we all say loss. What does the Ouija say? Does the Ouija have a prediction? I heard the Ouija has some predictions. Let me touch the Ouija because the Ouija is back from vacation. Ouija. I, I want, want the knife. The knife. We said the Falcons at uh, at Lambeau. They're going to be out of it faster than a white chick at Bill Cosby's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did say that one. <laughs> All right, Ouija. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one, Ouija. Yeah. Ouija <laughs> just keeps it real, so that's, it is what it is. <laughs> And this, that's Thank what the show is about, keeping it real. It keeps it real around here. All right, cool. Well, uh, unless you guys got anything else, I think we can wrap, start wrapping this thing up. All right, that's, that's what's up, man. And uh, remember, everybody, just call in, leave us voicemails, and we'll play it on the podcast. 770-268-0555. That's my boy. Peace. All right, guys. I'll talk talk to y'all next week. All right. Peace. Thanks, Chris, for coming on. Appreciate it. All right, man. No problem. Peace. Bye.